Welcome back to the YBF podcast and today we're back to hot topics because it's been 25 years since we've done it and now that we are in quarantine we ain't got ish else to do so we up in this mug with drinks and everything with correspondent James Terrell joining me for the longest running without hot topics time ever so cheers before we start this foolishness cheers cheers Mm. 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 Yo, I got. What are you drinking? I'm drinking Moscow Mule in a glass because I hate. Um, I have copper mugs for the look. Like if I want to do like a little mm-hmm. Instagram picture, but mm-hmm. I hate cleaning them and they get really dirty and rusty really quickly. Turn green. It's the worst yeah. cleaning process ever. Like yeah. you, I learned that once I finish a night of drinking Moscow Mules, I literally have to take my mug and take a napkin and wrap it completely dry in order for it to not rust. And, and I know me, I'm not yeah. going to be nice and litty and then go do dishes that night. I'm not going to do it. I yeah. always wait Agreed. till like the next morning and then it's like, okay, they're ruined again. Agreed. So, when you said that you were drinking a Moscow Mule, I was like, you know what, I'm going to get one also. And then I went to the store and um, grabbed some lime juice and some club soda. So I'm doing like a little whiskey sour. Like, <laughs> you sound well. Uh-huh. But I did, and I also have copper straws, but same thing. And I don't have time to be cleaning straws. So I got these, I'll be watching too much Instagram, too much YouTube. Some chick, some beauty chick that I watch on YouTube got these uh-huh. silicone straws in all these different colors. I waited a month for them to come. So I am very excited about them. I'm not sure how I feel about silicone as a straw. It is, to, it takes some getting used to. I try to use okay. it for my smoothies and for like my coffee. I don't like that. I don't like that. I just need to drink it. With a drink, because this ginger beer is making me want to cough, it's helpful. I'm just trying to picture a silicone straw in my mouth. And they have uh, different colors. They have pink. They have white. It's like, it's real, you know, trendy looking. And it's easy to clean as well? Yeah. It comes to like, you literally hold it underneath the faucet and you clean it with the little brush that they give you Uh i got the wide ones for the smoothies and then i have the regular ones straws throw me off though sometimes so that's why i was like let me try the silicone and see how it feels i like it for cocktails i've learned that yeah i don't know how i feel about silicone straw apparently you know people that are very into the environment okay well let's listen to each its own that's what (laughs) okay guys this is my first time doing hot topics on videos so um we're gonna see how it goes and y'all know i got horrible allergies i put on lashes today on like last time which i don't know if that video is going to come before this one or not but i can't i can't i haven't even been outside in eight days or nine days um and i still like my eyes are like on a hundred with the watering so i don't know guys i don't know Listen, I feel like every time Natasha and I have a Hot Topics episode, her allergies are like going crazy. The last time we had an episode, your allergies were going crazy at the same yeah. time. I have like year-round allergies now, and I'm pretty effing over it. Like, wow. <sighs> I think that's the one thing that, that that scares me, that I often take some 
traits from my mom, man. And my mom has bad allergies, like to the point to where she feels like she's crying. Oh, that's me. At night. And I'm it just runs like, my family. Yeah, it's but it, it hit my cousin, it hit, my grandfather had it, but it skipped my sister and my mom. Wow. I, hope it's I don't know. I'm just over it. Like, make it stop. Um, <laughs> James, we've been in quarantine for 5,675 days. How has it treated you? Um, honestly, I think I, I've been telling a lot of friends and a lot of um, people that um, I'm, I'm at a point of at peace mm -hmm. knowing that whatever this situation is bringing about whatever um the end goal or the um race to the finish is um i'm just at peace and prepared for it yeah. and that's where i'm at it's just like um yeah i don't know it's just that's where i'm at right now i don't want to stress about it because there's yeah. literally nothing else that we can do yeah. And both of us are in the New York area. James is in Brooklyn. Brooklyn I am in, I moved across the, the water to Jersey. So that's what you see in the background. You can kind of see the skyline of New York in the background. Um, so, but we're in the same area pretty much. And it's just been, child, it's just been. I mean, I mean, for, for me, honestly, like, I think the thing is just that there's a lot of conversations going on about um, COVID-19, but, yeah. but I think what we need to start having is the conversation of what we should be feeling right now and what we should be doing and, yeah. and how, we should, how we should be feeling. And not moment. all these Instagram posts of broke ass people telling you, you should not be coming out of quarantine broke. Like, listen. Right. Sorry that some of us just can't even. I mean, I have a business and I get it. And uh, you know, if you have a business, you you probably you probably feel some more stress because you have employees that you want to make sure are taken care of. But you can only shield things so much from a freaking pandemic. And plus, you're worried about you and your own family. So it's like a double hitter. But at the same time, it's like if you want me. You want people to be worried about all of that. And now come out a billionaire, like y'all. People gotta stop, bro. Like just. Stop. I mean, I mean, even outside of that, even outside of that, it's people feeling like they're creatives that feel like they have to create. They have to put something on their IG, yeah. their Facebook, their um, LinkedIn every single day. And yeah, for me, it, and some people, I'm hoping that people will see that. Just be at peace. Right. Do whatever makes you, if creating makes you happy, cool, but don't stress to do it. Um, honestly, getting through the day with your mental and your emotional space intact is yeah. the feat that I've now, <laughs> that I've now measured my day against. Like, did I start drinking at 12 p.m. today or was I able to wait until 7 p.m.? <laughs> That's that's the judgment of how well I'm doing that day. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, and, and that's the great thing. Like you're able to do as you please, not based off anyone else's perception of what they think you should be doing at that moment. Um, yeah, no, I think I'm, I'm happy. I'm good. I, I, and I want everyone to be happy. So, yeah. 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 I mean, we're here and people have been honestly, um, for us, the YBF team, um, 
while we're not, obviously, there's no events to be covering and there's like, we're not, Natasha herself is not having to go in person to meetings, go to events every other night, find excuses not to go to events. Like, so that side of things has slowed uh -huh. down, but the work itself has kind of picked up. And that's because everybody in their grandma now wants to be seen on Instagram Live. So we're constantly covering content. Um, there's there's always something like a, a brand or a company is doing something new. Um, so we have to talk about it. Um, for some reason, we had 25 deaths this weekend. We're going to talk about it. Like there's just been a lot... <laughs> There's just been a lot of just crazy content coming out of this. And it's like, damn, art. Listen. Up. Um, in, in the worst of granny, we're living our last days. I just felt like that from all of the debts coming this week, this entire week. What you saw was also snowing in this area the other day. So all my friends sent me that. We in our last days, child. I said, shut up. It's just snow. Like, <laughs> when it took better right. I had a moment. We're going to talk about it. Um, but yeah, it's just been, it's been effing crazy. Yeah. And everybody that is out there doing your best to just literally get through the day, that is good enough. Um, I'm very much a go-getter, very much like hard on people about like getting your shit together and like getting to the money and like making sure you're working, you're behind off trying to get to certain places and reach your goals. But that right now, Sometimes your goal has to be to stay mentally sane, and that's okay. So yes. to everyone, do Boy, whatever you got to do, whatever works for you. Oh, I love that. Do whatever you have to do to stay mentally sane. Yes, just be at peace and just... Child, I started meditating. Everybody that knows me know I don't meditate. I, I know, I know. It's a shocker. And I, oh God, it's like now I have like a meditation app what app are you using? Because I'm using Insight I use Timer. Which one? Insight Timer. No, I use Calm and I use um, Breathe, but it's spelled B-R-E-E-T-H-E. -E -E. Oh. LeBron James is actually invested in Calm, if anyone cares. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. And if you have Slack, like if you work at a place in corporate or something where they use Slack as your as your daily way of keeping in touch with each other, mm -hmm. there's an app that you can integrate into Slack as well to get your meditation on. Even if it's like a, they have like a five minute break in there. Like honestly, my whole body was like twitching like crazy. My eyes were twitching like crazy. I have horrible anxiety I've, I've had that for a very long time been diagnosed with it but this conti was on another level and i didn't know usually it just goes away after whatever i'm anxious about whether i know what it is or not passes uh -huh. usually it goes away this time i was about a month into it and still couldn't sleep couldn't eat my body was twitching nonstop. I couldn't even keep my eyes open because they were twitching so bad. There was nothing I could do. Um, and so I was like, maybe I need to meditate. My friends would text me like, girl, you okay? You meditate? And <laughs> yes, yes. And I promise you, no, it does not work in five minutes. But I want to say a few days later, after I made a point to do it while I was doing my morning skin routine, while I was doing in the middle of the day, I would stop for like five, 10 minutes. I would walk my dog for another 30 minutes. A few days into it, I didn't even realize but my body stopped twitching. And I was- 30 minutes, you can get the dog 30. Yeah, my dog is giving a good 12. 
well, he hasn't been out in almost two months. This was two months. This is at the start of this. This was right before all this really popped off. Um, I'm scared to take my dog out. People be too close. Let me pet your dog. Let me. Nope, nope, nope. I live in the suburbs of Brooklyn, so ain't too many people on the block. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I walk him along the water, and there's too many people trying to, trying to do too much, and only well, half of them got on the mask. Like, back up. Back up. <laughs> six feet. Give me six, six feet. Um, so I haven't even taken them out because after I heard them cats done got uh, Corona, I said, oh, absolutely not. Absolutely the F not. Not this dog, Aston. It's, so, it's um, hard out here. <laughs> it's hard. So I am going to take them out soon because I feel horrible about that. But um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so meditation has helped me. I will say I did stop doing it because I was like, oh, I'm cured. Oh. <laughs> I'm scared. So I felt better. So I was like, I'm not going to, I didn't intentionally just not do it. I just kind of, you really have to do something at least 30 days for it to become a habit. Yeah. And I probably did it for like a week, maybe two weeks and I felt better. So I kind of stopped without even realizing. And I'm starting to feel again, like that I feel, I don't feel as light as I did when I was doing that. So just a little piece of something to people out there. If you've been considering meditation, so I want to do a little something crazy. I'm about to run up the screen really quick. So I recently started meditating as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, energy, connecting, vibrations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a book that I've also been reading as well that I would love to share with you and share with everyone else. Um, but yeah, meditating. Is it about weed? Huh? Is it about weed? No, no. Okay. <laughs> Give me one second. Hold on. It's right here on the, on, on the bookshelf. Right there. Oh, shit. I almost did it. I had to make him stop drink, uh, smoking a blunt on camera because I'm just not trying to get... We trying to get sponsors, honey. I'm not trying to X people out. We already got a few lined up and I'm not trying to have them back out because somebody done hit a blunt on this podcast. Jesus smoked weed. It came from the... Anyway. The so this is a book that I started reading. The Game of Life. Oh, okay. And how to play and it. How to play it. Okay. Read this book. Meditate. Mm -hmm. Have a moment. Uh huh. It's beautiful. I think it's great that you started meditating. I'm excited about that. I, I started meditating as well. I'm gonna go back to it. Um, because even if you feel okay, it's a really good idea to just do it as almost like a um, almost like a maintenance. So you don't mm -hmm. get back to that point of being yes. overly anxious. And I'm the type that I don't want to take meds. And the psycho the psychiatrist that I was seeing, I was doing there, I was doing couples therapy. And I know with somebody who's not my husband, child. No, I was no. It's it's no. I don't think it's bad because yeah, I think I think I, I we are actually considering that it's okay. I think it's fine. Like. We're not married and, 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 and we're considering that. I think okay. only if you are like literally about to get engaged, should you do it? I thought that's where we were, but apparently we weren't. Um, and I do think it was helpful, but I think both parties need to be ready for it. So right. I actually got yeah. out of it on a personal level because honestly, couples therapy, a lot of it is um, personal, personal coming together. Um, so I got a lot out of it personally. And um, I've always known I had an anxiety issue. Um, even in college, I tested for it. Even in high school, even at severe right. test anxiety in um, high school, college, it just became overall anxiety. But this was the first time he 
actually diagnosed me and said, you do have severe anxiety. And so we were doing things before we got to the point of, here, just take medication. I don't like medication. I can barely take it. So it was good that he was like, I don't even want to start you there. So let's start with meditation. Um, there were specific types of meditation. Mm -hmm. I didn't do them. I should have. But now I'm kind of tapping back into that, like, maybe I should try. And I get why it's, I get why it's important. So guys, yeah. just try it before you start popping pills. Now, if it doesn't work and you got to pop a pill, I understand. But at least try this. I, I, I started doing, um, so the app that I use is Insight Timer. Mm -hmm. um, it's, uh, um, it's an app that I started using before and then uh, my therapist recommended that I was already using it. Um, but, but also what I've done was I went and purchased, um, candles, like yeah. uh, battery operated candles because as you're meditating and the light senses from meditating when you are in a dark room and the lights is flickering, actually, um, yeah, it's a great experience. You should That's definitely, nice. uh, I thought she was about to say them candles that melt down and you can massage this massage candles. They're amazing. You get them from See, the shop. Whatever. I can't be thinking about thotting right now, being thought or, or any of that stuff because we are. Um, You're not quarantining with a boo. I thought you were. I mean, I am. I ain't no boo. I mean, it's more I mean, I don't. That's another thing we should talk about. Like, so much more than the boo. I mean, wait a minute. What is this? What is that? Yeah, so so, so what, what are we talking about? With, 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 what what, 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 what's going on with our topics? What did that happen? So, I talk to you every single day. When did this happen? So, yeah, so hot topics. Yeah. Um, Why are we avoiding the subject? I see a ring on a finger. What is happening? You know what? We're going to talk offline because I don't even understand what's happening right now. Anyways. I'm over here single and um and flourishing, okay? I am actually yes. happy that I don't have to deal with- I manifest that with you, yeah. I'm actually happy I don't have to deal with a husband or a boyfriend Ooh. that annoys me because we're gonna be together 24 seven. <laughs> and all of my married friends, for the most part, are when I say going through it, going through it. And I'm like, y'all all thought I wanted a man right now, didn't y'all? <laughs> mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm good. Me and my dog. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay. So let's discuss the twenty-five thousand stories we have to discuss. So a lot. I know. So starting out with, um, I hate to start with death, but I feel like we just have to get it out the way. Um, so there were three deaths that occurred this weekend. Um, we're recording this on a Sunday. And today, earlier today, this morning, actually, the news broke that um, that legendary, iconic singer, Betty Wright, has passed away. Now, about a week ago, uh, Shaka Khan posted on Instagram that Everybody do prayers. We all need to pray for Betty Wright. We didn't know what was going on, but people are giving prayers. Um, and apparently she did pass away. Her niece confirmed it. Um, the family did put out a statement saying that she was surrounded by family when this happened. The niece is like very distraught because she couldn't go see her this past week, likely because of this damn pandemic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's sad. Um, as we all know, Betty Wright is the singer of Cleanup Woman. Um, multiple 
multiple songs. Um, and, yeah, and everybody has sampled her. Mary J. Blige. I didn't realize Mary J. Blige sampled her Clean Up Woman song in, was it Clean Up Woman? For Real Love. She sampled Betty Wright for Real Love. I can't remember if it's Clean Up Woman or something else, but everybody has sampled her. Um, and she's an icon. Kelly Rowland posted a really cute, sweet message about meeting her with Beyonce. It was really sweet. Um, but yeah, it's sad. It is, it is truly sad. I think, I think Betty Wright is someone that we played at our barbecues and our family reunions. Hell, a graduate of Southern University, we would play Betty Wright at goddamn homecoming. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, it's scary because I felt like, you remember when they said, like, I think that's coming three? Yeah. So it was the other two, and then it's like, who, who's it going to be? And then this happened. Um, she also sings Tonight is the Night. I remember my mom, <laughs> my mom and dad at the time used to play that in the, when we would be in his Cadillac, honey, he would be b blasting Tonight is the Night. And I just thought it was the craziest song. I'm like, who is this woman and who is she talking to? Going and why in. are there people cheering, huh? Going in. She was going, going in. in. And now that I'm older, I get it. Um, but yeah, she was 66 and it's really sad. But it came on the heels of two other really large deaths, um, Andre Harrell. Yeah, Andre Harrell and, and Little Richard. Um, and Andre Harrell, of course, is pretty much, hip, he's synonymous with hip hop. Um, he's, he's the founder of Uptown Records, which is responsible for Diddy, as we know him now. I know, as we know him now, Diddy got his start at Uptown Records as an intern um, when he was just Sean Combs. Um, he discovered Mary J. Blige, there was Heavy D, Teddy Riley, um, Soul For Real, literally everyone. And by the way, I forgot that he also was behind starting New York Undercover when he got into film and TV. Really? Um, so yeah, I totally forgot about that. But that's why I had such like a hip hop edge is because he was pretty much behind it. So he, you know, started off um, at, he was in college and then left college to go work at Def Jam with Russell Simmons. And yeah. he was Russell Simmons, pretty much the right hand. Um, then he left Def Jam to go found his own record label, which was Uptown Records. That's when we got everybody and their grandma that we love now, who was killing it in the 90s. That's where we got them. Um, and then he left you know, his Uptown Records and became the CEO and president of Motown for a while and then moved on to go to link back up with Diddy and become the vice chair of Revolt TV. And up until, and to this day, it's Revolt is like the must attend conference that you have to go to in Miami. And he, <laughs> he made sure Revolt Music Conference was something that was born out of Revolt TV. Um, and it's an amazing conference. And he was just on stage with Diddy and Quincy and, and all the, you know, everybody, I think DJ Khaled on a panel this past September. So it just shows you like, Tomorrow, things are promised. Things ain't promised. Um, ain't. I mean, and, and even on top of that, we talked about it in our group chat that um, they were just looking for a casting for the biopic about Uptown yeah. Records and like. Right. right, they're casting for the movie. This past December, they started casting for an Uptown Records movie. So I don't know what's gonna happen with that. I hope they do go forward with that. But it's just so, it's so crazy. It's been competing stories about who about what happened and about the cause of death. Um, Danny Simmons, Russell Simmons' <laughs> brother, decided to do this whole post basically saying he died from COVID-19. And I was like, Danny, dog, like, 
Don't do that. That that's almost like throwing out somebody and died from something else that they didn't die from. Like, don't do that. Um, but he was, you know, doing his tributes because they obviously are very close. I mean, he's Russell Simmons' brother, and Andre Harrell was Russell Simmons' right hand um, at one time. So I get that they're close, but duh, like I don't think we're supposed to know all that. Um, and then his ex-wife, Andre Harrell's ex-wife, who is an entertainment lawyer in this industry, Wendy Macredo, um, and the mother of his 25-year-old son, Gianni, um, she says allegedly has. I didn't see her say this, but allegedly she told, um, you know, other media outlets that he died from heart failure. Um, I, you know what, to be perfectly honest, it could be both. Um, we all know that COVID is something that attacks people harder who already have um, <clears throat> an underlying issue. Um, and heart, and he did have heart um, issues and and I, I believe had heart surgery about 10 years ago. Um, but he seemed like he was in perfect health. And it's just crazy. He, his, po his last post was like two days prior, talking about COVID, saying that everybody needs to take it seriously. About a funeral, right? What's yeah. <laughs> about like, I'm not going to do no GoFundMe if you're not taking, it, taking this seriously. Uh -huh. And for weeks, he had been urging people to take it seriously because you know how us Black folk are. Y'all know who y'all are. They got all these conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. Any one of them. I'm that we can't get COVID and that we are immune or that they're trying to inject us with it. Y'all can't make up y'all's mind. But um, he was trying to tell people to stop doing all of that and to take it seriously and take your health seriously. And yeah. this is what happened. It's very sad. It is. It's extremely sad. Um, I, I think for me, it was um, him and Diddy had a great relationship. And Diddy yeah. has a lot. Diddy is losing a lot of people. Within the last like year, a little over a year, it's just been a lot. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's it's it's. I just wish and hope that the people that know Diddy and are able to reach out to him are um, in that place of um, supporting him and, and reaching out yeah. and giving him love. So yeah, yeah, I hope so. He hasn't posted in a few days, which is completely understandable. But he, to me, honestly, he hasn't looked like himself ever since Kim Porter's death. And he hasn't really acted like himself either. Um, but it looks like he's constantly like making a, like physically pushing through just to make it through the day, which I can totally respect. But you can tell like it's, I don't know, something's different about him. And a lot of people have commented about that. And you know, he could just be, yeah, just emotionally exhausted, emotionally tired. Like I get it. Um, and I feel like this, it's just like, damn, like this was his mentor. You know, this was his everything in this business. So it's just... I don't know. I think Diddy just used that moment to um, not be bothered or contacted by anyone. Like, just fly away to your own personal right. island and not be contacted and just right. yell and scream and just cry right. and just get it all out. And I think when I think that's one thing that we miss as human beings is that when we are hurt, it's okay to hurt. It's okay to cry. You're supposed to cry. When you cry, cry as loud as you can, scream as loud as you can, and when you do it, make sure no one is stopping you or, or, or bothering you from because you need to get it out. So he yeah. needs his moment. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. sad. I really do wish the entire family, especially his 25 year old son, they seem super close. They yeah. constantly post about each other. Yeah. Um, his son is his freaking mini me. Um, and you could tell that he like completely looked up to him. So I really do wish and hope for the best for him and all of his loved ones. It's a really hard loss and 
it's sad for hip hop. It's sad for everyone, to be honest. Um, so yeah. Um, and then also the same day, news broke about Andre Harrell. Um, news broke about Little Richard. So another icon, the godfather of rock and roll. I don't care. I don't know why certain mainstream outlets and people have been reading them for filth. So like AP News and people like that are like the self-proclaimed um, founder of rock and roll and stuff like that. People are like, excuse me? Elvis and everybody stole from that man, okay? Completely. The Beatles even credit him for saying, this is where we got our everything from is from Little Richard. So you know how they be trying to play black icons, but whatever. The godfather of rock and roll. Um, and allegedly, no, for real, he is the last, he was the last living person from the initial Rock and Roll Hall of Fame intro class. So the first class of people to get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he was, he's the last living member of that. And he was 80, I think he was 80, oh, 87. Yeah. And I think they said there was either, either one is still living or one had just passed away that was 83. One of the two. I'm trying to think, like, like with the guy from, um, the guy, um, would Paul McCartney be considered part of the rock and roll? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But he came after Lil Richard, so. True. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, Lil Richard gave us everything. Good guy, Miss Molly, and and started from the church, like a lot of people did during that time. And him and his father, he was actually kicked out of his house at a very young age because yeah. he of his sexuality and he couldn't be who he wanted to be. Um, and he was been on his own since he was a teenager. Um, but he apparently helped create Prince. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm sure Prince yeah. got his his or from him too. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's sad. We haven't even seen Lil Richard. Child was looking for pictures to do the post with. There are no pictures of him since the Super Bowl in 2007 when he took over for somebody else. I was like, damn, this man don't take pictures. Um, he did do a random interview with a random station just a few years ago. Like, it was a really big get for them. Um, so we're going to be posting. life and became yeah. this new religious person. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to be talking about, we're going to be posting that. Because I, I love, like, remembering legends and making sure people understand the people that we grew up with, where they got their thing from. That's yeah. always cool to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because if there wasn't a little Richard, there wouldn't have been a Bruno, a Bruno Mars. Yeah. Wouldn't have been a prince, to be honest. A prince. None of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's good to remember stuff like that. And also where they started, because nothing is new. A lot of people think, oh, well, you know, I can't be myself in this industry. Child, little Richard, walk so you can run, honey. Like, he couldn't be himself either, and look who he became. Be your damn self, all right? Little Richard is wearing Mac makeup for all y'all wearing makeup. <laughs> and a, a dripping Jerry Curl, honey. Dripping. Hilarious. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, get it together, people. Um, on a lighter note... <laughs> <laughs> Thank it's, you. It's actually not lighter, but okay. Can we talk for a minute about? I feel like I need to reread the story because there was so much foolishness attached to it. But can we talk about the NFL baller Earl Earl Thomas and his wife getting arrested for holding him at gunpoint? Now I just saw that part at the, at the very beginning when my team sent it to me. They were like, 
yo, we, I was actually recording another podcast at the time and they were like, yo, we're going to just go ahead and post this real quick. No, no. That was the part that you wanted to see. Right. I was like, oh, okay. Somebody, somebody held him at gunpoint. Okay. That's crazy. But that, okay. Then I read the story. I was like, wait a minute. What he do to make her hold him at gunpoint? That's the part I saw. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, and you know, I do not believe in abuse, so I'm 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 half joking when I say what did he do to deserve this? Because right. I would never want somebody to say that about a woman. What did she do to deserve this? But I knew I knew he still did some bullshit some for shit. her to flip in that way. It doesn't make it right. It's not right, it's not okay. But there had to be a reason. And <laughs> the reason is his ass was cheating in the middle of a pandemic, honey. Not just in the middle of a Not pandemic. Just. Not just. Not just cheating. Mm-hmm. She found him, which we're going to get to how she found him. But she found him in bed. In bed. With multiple folks, including his brother, honey. And when I say brother, I'm talking about blood brother. Are you sure? That's what they said. That's what they You're said. You're not connected to um, that Meek Mill story of my sister? <laughs> <laughs> Who ends up pregnant? Yeah. I mean, I I think the funniest thing about this is her mug shot. Somebody said she looked real pleased with her decision, so why, why should we be mad? <laughs> she do look real pleased. She like, oh, well, she, she's like, if, if Oh well, fuck it. If that was a person, it would be her. Yeah, somebody says she's real pleased with her decision. She looks like real. Oh well, effort in that picture. Like I don't know. Yeah, like a half smile. She is like, I mean, it, I did what needed to be done. That's what she looks like. Um, so this happened in Austin, Texas, and it happened at like three forty-one a.m. Of course it did. Um, yeah. Right, and the the cops got a call saying that there's a disturbance. And the, the police report said a black female wearing an orange sweater with a knife in her hand, nice. later identified as Nina Thomas, his wife, was chasing a shirtless black male, later identified as Earl Thomas, with a pistol in his hand around a vehicle. Honey. <laughs> Listen. Now, when the police got there, they told both Nina and Earl, put y'all ish down, like drop the weapons, stop. They did both comply. Um, and I, what I wanted to know is, did, did she put like a low jack on his car? What did, how did she know to one, that he was cheating and two, where to even go to find him? So this is what had happened. <laughs> Honey, and you know how many chicks over here, how many wives over here taking notes? Like, well, how she found, how she found him? Oh, she she logged in. Oh, okay, you know how many people take a note. What's the app? What's the, what app she used? So this is what she had did. <laughs> so they had gotten into an argument that day at their house. The Earl, the NFLer, um, and it was his birthday. He decided to pick up and leave with his brother Seth Thomas. So she logged into his Snapchat account, found a video of him with the woman. And she looked up his location because you know on Snap they have Snap Maps. I don't know about y'all, but you can honestly stalk people on Snap Maps if they didn't. Yeah, quick! I delete. I turn mine off. I ain't doing that. <laughs> they didn't put on ghost mode. You can see exactly where they are. Just FYI, I didn't. I didn't tell you that. I'm just letting you know. 
Fellas, turn it off, fellas, turn it off. <laughs> so she logged into the Snapchat, found his location, saw videos that he was posting. I don't know why he was posting these videos. Maybe he was doing it under my eyes only. I don't know why he was doing it, but he was. And she saw that he was at an Airbnb location. So she called up two of her homegirls. Now, this is where the ish gets real. And she they both probably ain't got a man. <laughs> and was like, um, yo, we riding. And you know them two homegirls didn't ask Nana question. You know they didn't. They was like, for real? Cool. She grabbed his nine millimeter Beretta, honey, and they rolled up to where he was at. So she said that originally she was only going over there to scare him. Okay. So when she got there, she saw the husband and the brother naked in bed with other women, and then all hell broke loose. So that's how that went down. Um, now, I don't know. Okay. Apparently, she didn't, because I was like, does she know how to shoot a gun? Like, how would she even, why did she pick a gun? And not like just go over there with like knives and stuff. Apparently, she's very well aware of how to use this because she went to him allegedly when she pulled up, allegedly. went up to him and held the gun to his head and was like, um, I will kill you. Um, and she took the bullets out the magazine. She took the magazine out. She so she thought. Um, and the magazine is the clip of bullets, I think. Um, and so she didn't think the gun would fire. So she didn't know that there was a round in the chamber. So she must, she must know enough about guns to know how to handle it, but not necessarily how to count how many bullets can possibly be also in the chamber. Um, of course, one of her homegirls took video while they was doing this. One of our homegirls. Listen. Yes. Yes. If I take you somewhere on something that I should not be doing, <laughs> your phone should be left in the car. I don't want no evidence at all. Okay. Nothing. I don't want no tracking. No. Leave me okay. at all the receipts. And so, of course, police got the video, and it shows Nina pointing the gun at his head, and um, and her finger was on the trigger. Like I, I think. The safety was disengaged. She knew enough to know how to handle the gun up until that point. And that's what that's what's gonna get her in trouble. Cause she did several things that only somebody that's handled a gun would do before. So it seems very premeditated. But I think what she's gonna say is, but I didn't know that there was, I don't know what that means if there's a round in the chamber. Uh, mm. So apparently he was able to, I mean, he is a defensive back in the NFL. So he was able to wrestle the gun away from her. And um the video also shows him, so shows her hitting him in the nose afterwards. Child, she was done. And I'm sure that this was not the first time, by the way. Um, so, I just have two questions. Oh, I have several, but go ahead. One, is that really his blood brother? Listen, I'm just going off of what the cop, what the police report says. Allegedly. Maybe they have brothers. They got different last names. Maybe, maybe they, maybe they okay. have brothers. Okay. Question number two. Let me make sure they got la different last names. When was oh, they had the same last name. Earl Thomas and Seth Thomas. Yeah, they brothers. I mean, we all got friends with the same last names, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, question number two. Um, when, was when was the last time you felt the need to lay in the bed with your sister and a few thoughts never i will say i think men are weird and this is why i'm happy i'm saying hey, you're a man and i don't think i've 
I know I have not had the urge mm-hmm. to lay the bed. <laughs> Maybe it was like a shack size bed and they were like all in the bed. I don't know. But don't they in orgies and stuff? Well, I guess orgies aren't with your brother. But don't they be having the title of two sisters? Are they really sisters? Maybe they are. I don't know. But two well, sisters. Why are you asking me as if I know firsthand? You're the one that got a premium Pornhub account, so I'm asking you. We do that. <laughs> That's what you said. Are last we doing time. that? Okay, all right. That's what you said. That was That's on the podcast a few said. months ago. Not tonight. That's what you oh. said. Okay, all right. You like ain't got no drink to drink right now. Anyway, so they done interview Earl's mistress, honey, and the she claimed that Nina also threatened her and the other woman at the house, and she was pointing the gun at them, yelling, talking about, I got something for all you hoes. They put that in quotes. Could you imagine being like the, the, the court clerk and having to type up this police report, and you're like, I got something for all you hoes. Like, this is hoes. Make sure you do it in Ebonics. Right, right. F-O-M-T-I-N apostrophe. Um, the woman claims one of Nita's other friends was carrying a knife and swinging it aggressively during the altercation as well. I mean, her, her, her girl's right. I bet you might want to hear comes out her name was Keisha Chantel or Shaniqua. One of them three. One of them. So, ooh, look at them posing it up for Christmas pictures. Let me tell y'all something. When Christmas was key, when, when holiday season came around and people were upset that they were single and they felt so single because they were looking at everybody's, you know, holiday pictures and, oh, look at the family. Oh, look at the couples. Happy holidays. We're in matching, we're in matching pajamas. I said, I promise y'all, half of these people ain't going to be together come Valentine's Day. We talked about some of those same pajama sets that everyone was getting from Target. Yes. Everybody got those from Target. And meanwhile, they, the families ain't even together. So about half of them were together by by. by valentine's and now valentine's shit what was it president's day in january right and now look they posing it up on instagram with their family and look child okay so anyway um <laughs> oh okay this is what it was um so he um earl the football player did a little video afterwards because why not he's been doing video all night that's what got him into this doggone predicament um he said stuff like this happens. He said, he did say that my wife held me at gunpoint because she found me naked in a bed. Like he admitted to everything, but he was like, you know, stuff happens. Does it, does this happen? So, um, yeah. So after cops heard everybody's stories, Nina and her homegirls was arrested. Um, they were charged with burglary of a residence with intent to commit aggravated assault with a deadly rep- weapon and family violence. Um, she was bonded out of jail, bonded out of jail following the incident, probably by him. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, a protective order against on her against him and the mistress, one of the mistresses. They got three kids all dressed like in a leopard holiday gear. <laughs> so Earl was not arrested. Um, and even though he had a weapon too, I'm not sure why he wasn't he arrested. He that knife from the homegirl, Keisha, who was in the hotel room as well. He was like, bloop, Keisha, give me that knife. 
Um, but I can't believe he posted on social media to. Um, but you, but you see that his publicist said that he should post something. He's like, my publicist reached out to me, told me that yeah, I'm about to be on, on TMZ. Hold on, hold on one second. Okay, go ahead. Child, I thought this wasn't recording, and I didn't realize that. Um, was it recording on your end? Uh-huh. Yeah, so recording. the recording button? I think my thing, because I'm on the big screen, like I have it on full screen, I think it was covered. The recording uh, thing was covered. Oh, yeah, because you probably see, like, Zoom.USA meeting view edit at the top. I don't know now because I've moved it around, but it was yeah, going, yeah. nothing there. You should see recording with a green um, lock next to it now. Or, or now, but was it there before? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. it's been recording. It's recording the entire sure? time. Yeah, I'm positive it's been recording. I've been looking at it the entire time. So it just, so the recording part just goes away sometimes. So you probably had it to where your mouse was hiding the recording part. Yeah. You saw yeah. like Zoom.USA. Well, happened. Yeah, and when you move it from away from that, you see the eye with the circle, the green lock, and recording. And then after a moment, I see. it's only recording shows up. I see. I just paused yeah. it and redid it just to make sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to keep going, guys. Please listen. Listen. We're still learning about Zoom. Yeah. Podcast, okay? Anyway, so Earl was not arrested. He decided to put out that video that we were telling y'all about. He did end up deleting it um, uh -huh. after explaining what went down. His agent told him to take it down because somebody has to have sense here. Um, but he, of course, went on TMZ to talk more about it. Um, yeah. Um, I'm not sure what's going to happen here. But the whole stuff like this happens, bro, I don't understand that. Like, no, stuff, I, I don't, this is why I'm single. I, if this is what is normal in a relationship, I'm good. Because I promise you I'm not waking up at 3.30 in the morning going to hunt nobody down on nobody's Snapchat. I promise you that. I've said this before. I'm going to say this again. There are more relationships that are open than we think. I don't think that, if this was open, she wouldn't be tracking them down at 3.30 a.m. No. It may have been open, but he may have lied about where he was at the moment. He was like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with X, Y, and Z, but he actually was going to be thotting. So, so it's some, some type of lie came in. Please, come on. She knew where he was at and what he was doing. She but for her to even check on it shows that she already had an issue with trust. Because she already knew what was going on. She yeah. knew. She already knew. Yeah. So anyway, we did. I, did we post, child? We did. We posted they wedding, child. We posted their wedding a while back, mm -hmm. back in 2016. They had a $10 million, well, they had a wedding that was in a $10 million estate in Houston. And he played for the Seattle Seahawks at the time, and, and Russell and Sierra were there. Ain't that something? I guess they didn't follow Russell and Sierra. They sure did. Y'all be clowning Russell and Sierra, but they, this would never happen with the Wilsons. <laughs> um, Nina turned off, Nina the wife turned off all the comments on her IG pictures. It's unclear if they're back together, but honestly, they probably are. Yeah, I'm sure. Wow. 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 If I ever... If you ever see, like, I've done some crazy stuff in relationships, and that's honestly how I knew I need to get, I need to do a Tokyo Tony and get the F ASAP. That's how I knew. 
it was time to go. Um, but I don't think, I, I mean, I've definitely never even handled a gun. So I know I've never done this, but I've never even gotten to the point where maybe I did want to, but I've never gotten to the point where I did anything near this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a lot so of it's like, to put into. Yeah. And I'm like, I've been through some stuff and I've felt horrific. I've like just gone through it and still never pulled out a weapon on somebody. So if you've pulled out a weapon, that means you felt far past what I was feeling at that point, why are you still there? Yeah. I told you, well, my granny always says, you don't beg dick to be your daddy. Oh, Lord. Granny said that? Granny says that. Granny said, don't be, I ain't about to beg dick to be my daddy. That's what she said. It's a message for all you ladies. Don't beg dick to be your daddy. Wow. Granny. <clears throat> it's profound, though. It's beautiful. It really is. Um, yeah. You even <laughs> I mean, I had to cough away. for the last five minutes, but I was scared to cough because I wanted to judge me. No, ain't no, well. <laughs> <laughs> you did just get back from Louisiana a couple weeks ago, but you've been, in, you've been in quarantine for two weeks. You good. And I've been smoking a blunt for the last few minutes, too. Oh, okay. Okay. Child, sometimes if I hear my neighbors cough, you know I'll be wanting to bang on the wall like, y'all all right over there? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Do I need to put that blood on your door? <laughs> happening. Um, anyway, so last night definitely helped us get through quarantine a little bit easier with the yeah. Jill Scott and Erica Badu battle. Yeah. What? Um, it was amazing. Duh, because it's Jill Scott and Erica Badu. So th they they were the next up on Versus, um, Swiss Beats and Timberland's new creation. And it was amazing. Like, I mean, Jill Scott is somebody that I've never, there's two people that I will go to every single concert anytime it's anywhere near me, or I will travel to go see them. And it's Beyonce and Jill Scott. That's it. That's it. And so I was in heaven. Because I haven't been able to, Jill was actually going on tour, I think like a 25 year anniversary of her first album or 20 year anniversary of her first album. She was going on tour this year. And I was like, yes, I'm going. Yes. I don't pick out the date. Told, told the media people which one I want to go to for them tickets. And Listen, pandemic. You know, everything. Last night was everything and i and i literally connected my laptop to my television Same. and sat there i logged in on jill scott's instagram Same. Was even on her instagram Same. well you could do screen mirroring on your iphone that's what i did um and it was i had it up it was so funny because i was cleaning the kitchen i was cooking and so i had i had this like stand that i also heard some youtuber tell me about and i just had to get it um i had a stand with my phone she got money in the in the kitchen and I have my laptop in um on the dining table and uh -huh. then I have it then I had it playing on my big screen so I could see no matter where I was in the kitchen dining table area and living room no matter where I was I can see what was happening I was not playing okay at all Listen, it, it was, was I I just want to I said on on their Instagram live last night I just want to sit in the middle of Jill Scott and Erica Badu and just pass the blunt. That's all. Just let, Miss Scott, yes. 
And I hit it and pass it to Miss Badu. <laughs> and that's all. I just want to have that moment. Give me that moment because last night was beautiful. Like, yeah. the fact that Jill had every moment and every ounce of um, appreciation. Oh, my God. For Erica, she loved her. talking about how much she appreciated her. Um, and I love how they, and they do this on all the verses, but I love the backstories and I love hearing their, their um, point of view because I never realized that Jill came out so far after Erica. I didn't realize, I think I always felt like they were out at the same time. Um, but no, Erica kind of like was her everything and that's kind of what got her to perform and and you know kind of come out of her shell um i think i don't think i ever realized that so she was saying that you know the very first time she performed she actually had to perform the song she had written for erica which is you got me um and erica was not making the performance right well she, <laughs> well she wrote it and erica said yes i'll perform it um and she was just in shock that erica said yes um on a song with the roots and Erica was in traffic before a show and Jill was there. It was a root show and Jill was there and they were like, you're going to have to perform that part. And she was like, absolutely not. And they were like, yeah, you wrote it. And so that was her first time performing. And she was like, y'all, I was so nervous. I was so scared. It was, I was just so new. And so you're going to hear that. And you could, you can kind of hear her shaky voice. It just didn't sound like the Jill we know. It was kind of shaky a little quiet and then by the end of the song you just like going in with this? She, oh you oh you're spelling out your name now yeah yeah that's what it got to at the end so yeah she yeah um, great i love that i love every bit of it yeah. like she did not perform she did not play because you know they do 20 hits for hits I don't think anybody was keeping track. Nobody knew what time it was. Nobody knew what- how, Wait, it went on for how long again? Almost three hours. It was like yeah. two hours and like 50 minutes or something. And at one point, Jill was like, what time is it? And Eric was like, I don't know. Oh, well. Like, and that was the first time I really didn't even care. Like no one, and no one in the comments, and they had almost, they had almost 800,000 people at one time. Mm -hmm. No one in the comments mm -hmm. mentioned it. And usually every other um, verses, people are like, okay, number nine, number 10. Okay, so-and-so uh, got this one. This I'm one, like, up. <laughs> no one was competing. We didn't even care. We just like, next song, we won't even care. Both of y'all win and, the, and we win. And I love the fact that Erica and Jill both had their, um, well, Erica kids and Jill's son both jumped into the screen. I was like, wow, like this is I know. This history in the making that they can sit and say that they've seen their, their mothers both battle the night before Mother's Day. Not even a battle, but 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 actually like just a shared universal experience. It, it was just it was beautiful. It was it was um, great. Yeah, because yeah, everybody when I think it was um I don't know when everybody was singing grits in unison that's when Erica's kids came on at 10 59 p.m she did not do um she didn't do he loves me and she didn't do golden I thought that was so weird but I added it to because you know I was waiting on the playlist honey I don't have title, but I was waiting on it for Apple Music. Somebody I got it on my Spotify, it. sitting, waiting. I was listening to it today, getting ready for this podcast. <laughs> Somebody made it and added those two songs to us. I'm happy, but yeah. I mean, she was going with deep cuts. And if you're a Jill fan or Erica fan, 
and Erica played a bunch of deep cuts. Mm-hmm. And you knew, and you were just sitting there like, yes! Yeah. And it seemed like everybody knew. So it's like, because Neo Soul isn't something that's on the radio much anyway, nope. if you're a fan of these people, it's almost like no matter if it's a deep cut or a mainstream hit, you, you know it. it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I actually wanted Jill to play, um, is it Hear My Voice? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, it's a slow song at the very beginning. Yes, I wanted to play. Um, yeah. yeah, it's an earlier album. Yeah. Um, there was a couple that she, listen, we were getting down to the very end, and she hadn't played like three or four of her major hits. And I was like, girl, hits after hits. Jill played songs that I absolutely love that were not mainstream that I remember listening to. Like, yeah. sit down and listen to Jill is, is everything. So. I used to, okay, so she, her, her first or second album, actually they both came out while I was in college, but I used to play her album when I was riding around in my Chevy Lumina. I, don't do, don't do it. Chevy Lumina. It was my first car in college. And um, I used to drive it. I went to school at Texas A&M, but I lived in New Orleans. So I used to have, and that's a good six to eight hour drive, depending upon traffic. So I used to play her CD in my Chevy Lumina on repeat the whole six to eight hours. What color was this Lumina? White. (sighs) I can't stand you. Um, gray leather seats, honey, child, bye. Um, Ah. so yes, that was my first car. Actually, my first car was kind of a Toyota Camry, it was my mom's car, but I totaled it right before. You see that man, right? You know what's crazy? (laughs) You're right, I'm right. No. Not really. He's from the night one. He went to um, Easton, didn't he? No. Ooh, put out. Get, is she get in trouble? Is she get in trouble? Did he? he, he, he go to no, he did not go to Warren Easton. He went to Holy Cross. He was lame. He played football. You know, all the all the black people that went to Catholic school, all the black dudes that went to Catholic school usually play sports. Usually. Lame, yeah, so. Um, so, yeah, he went to Holy Cross, but he lived kind of uptown but not really uptown like i live super uptown he lived like midtown-ish um but no my my boyfriend and 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 sophomore year lived in the night court and went to i can't even oh my god i can't say this because he might listen it'd be so obvious why is it that why is it the good girls always want to go after the hood rat boys and he did go to easton i hate you i can't stand (laughs) you i cannot stand you Whoa. Wait, what is their mascot? The um, some eagle, it. the Ryan Eagle or something? Is that what it was? Yeah, it's like the it's like an eagle or something. You dated his mother? No, no, he didn't go to Easton. My bad, he oh. did. He didn't. He went to a Catholic school as well, but it was the only other. Co- I mean, if you if you're from New Orleans, you know which one it is. It's the only other co-ed Catholic school other than mine. <laughs> I'll probably say Saint All. The I would never. We did meet at the St. Aug talent show, though. You met someone at a talent show. How cute. Both boyfriends, actually. I met at the St. Aug talent show. Oh, my God. She a talent show? Five. 
wasn't everybody back in high school. Everybody was a St. Aug talent show thought. Everybody. Yeah, see, see, remember, I went to school in Jefferson Parish, so we didn't have But to. you knew, but you know about St. Aug talent show. I did know. What I knew about in, for me, in Jefferson Parish in high school was like, our homecoming or even, oh, you know what we used to do? Um, what was that that, would have held, that was held at the Pontchartrain Center? Teen Summit. Teen Summit, honey. Y'all remember Teen Summit back in BT, when BT was good? Um, While Wayne would have hosted at the Pontchartrain Center? Yes, I loved Teen Summit. The last time I went, I think it was like Immature or IMX or something was coming. No! We're showing our age, Natasha. Yeah, I remember. Child, Teen Summit used to go hard. The only thing that I would do in New Orleans, the actual, like, the city of New Orleans was outside of Mardi Gras, was the doggone fair that they had at the Superdome every year. And let me tell you about the fair. We're getting off topic, but this is so funny. We went to the fair. Oh, God. The last time I went to the fair, I was going into my junior, either going into my junior year or going into my sophomore year. And you couldn't tell me nothing, honey. That was the year <laughs> that um, Soldier Rag came out. Not Soldier Rag. Yes. If you were Soldier Potter, put up your Soldier Rag. Put up your Soldier Rag. Put up. Your... Okay, so that was the year that that came out. So me and my girls, oh my God, I'm going to send them. I'm going to send them this, this portion of the video because they're going <laughs> to But me and my girls at the time, it was like five or six of us. And we all were going to, because you know at the fair, you all have to dress alike. Absolutely. You know? So we all made yeah, sure our outfits, and we went, to, we went to Rainbow to get our outfits. And we all wore camo tank tops that were like the cami tank tops. And some of us had the halter version. Some of us had like the camisole version. And we all had a different soldier rag bandana hanging a different color, hanging out of our black Daisy Dukes. So we all wore like, <laughs> we all wore camo tanks and, and black Daisy Dukes and sneaker and like Air Force Ones or something like that. And, and nothing. it couldn't, I wore heels because <laughs> I just wanted to be cute. And when I tell you, you couldn't tell us nothing and every time we was walking in everybody would start playing you know because it was like the parking lot pimping outside so people would be like turning up their music playing soldier rag now honey we like 15 years old 16 years old should not have even been there but it's probably told you something you'd have to fight them i hate i hate it when men were like trying to touch me oh my god what are you doing like Goddamn, goddamn super fair. Right there in the goddamn uh, Superdome. In the Superdome. And we still just walk around. Just make your rounds. Just walk around. Yeah. I'm going to send this part to them because they're going to freak out that I even remember that. Ain't hopping on nobody's ride. Just walk around looking cute. No, Spending just somebody's money for nothing. Right. What were we even talking about? <laughs> um, We were actually talking. Oh, yeah. Football wife. F- football player and his wife yeah we're done with that yeah yeah let's move on from that oh we're talking about jill and erica so um yeah so it was a great battle even though it wasn't a battle um and i think that the real mvps here are them and the real winners here are us the fans and um it's just so crazy how they've both been in the game 20 plus years and it feels like only yesterday i remember seeing erica badu performing while i was going to school in texas um, I remember she came to, we went to either PV, it wasn't PV's homecoming, Prairie View, it wasn't their homecoming, but we might have gone to like Sam Houston State or something, 
you know how you do in college. You start traveling around to other colleges going and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she did a concert in the, and she was so late. And we were like, F it, we gonna stay. It's like a good two hour drive back to, co- back to campus, but F it, we gonna stay. I, don't, I think it was Sam Houston State. And we stayed and it was like the most epic time. Like it was so great. That was my first time seeing her perform. Um, so yeah, um, I think it was just like, Everybody that loved them in the 90s, especially in the early 2000s, um, it was just like a coming to Jesus moment for all of us. They were so supportive of each other, both like loved each other's songs, and apparently they brought up how they, they never were beefing, but everybody else thought they were beefing. I honestly couldn't remember no beef between them, but apparently we talked about it. I don't remember. I didn't remember it either. Um... I think it, 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 it gives you that moment of people are ultimately just trying to put two great artists together. You had your... And they were Julie a little Erica, You had your Mary Jane, your Faith Evans, and you yeah. had your Brandon, your Monica. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but clearly, I think that they're just too... They vibrate too high for all of that. Yeah. Um, and Jill is like just my utmost girl crush. And I've met her twice now. I was on a panel with her one time during CBC um, Congressional Black Caucus weekend and met her backstage at one of her shows. And I mean, she's just the sweetest person. Um, she is sensitive like she like she comes off. Um, and just like, I mean, she can sing opera. Mm-hmm. She can just yeah. sing, like she can rap, she can do everything. I just love her. She 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 said something last night that really um just resonated with me, um because Erica was teasing her about like I can't believe you haven't cried yet, you haven't cried, you haven't cried. Oh, no. And I think she's I think Jill, if I can remember Jill's response was, I'm a crier because I appreciate and I am excited about every moment, and yeah. I'm a big crier, like. I'm a man who cries. I cry. I've never seen God. You're such a liar. Huh? You're such a liar. I'm oh, I'm a huge crier. Like even to not having conversations with family, like I'm a big crier. Um, so yeah, just to know that sometimes people look at your crying as as a weakness when you're actually crying because you appreciate the moment or you're excited about the moment or what it yeah. is. So yeah. Yeah, I was amazing. I mean, it really was. They're the same, but they're not. Erica's way more. Like the bout it neo soul chick. Mm-hmm. Like if Monica went neo soul, that would be Erica Badu. Um, and Jill is more like the uber sexy neo soul, like just sexy, but you would not know it until unless you really listen to her lyrics. You know, she's not overtly sexy, but honey, that well, has she, some explicit oh, she's lyrics, explicit. but it's just right. And she's even more explicit in concert. So like the thing she be doing, you remember what you remember that video that was circulating when she was getting a pop up with a microphone, honey. Listen, I saw a meme last night that that a guy said that every time Jill got close to Mike, every guy kind of had this kind of like just thought that went through their head about what Jill was. Yeah, Jill sexy. Every guy has a crush on Jill. Even Drake. Drake was like, yes, like. Um, did you see Michelle Obama pop up into that mug? I did see that. Michelle was in there just partying and dancing and And then Barack. You said you said what? She added she and it was right after Crown Royal and she put at Barack Obama and everybody was like, excuse me? Excuse me? 
former first lady, so she can do that. She right. Can, yeah. And I said, well, let me get out of grown folks' business. <laughs> but it was like trending on Twitter right after. Been in your 30s and knowing that you are not supposed to be a grown folks' business. Right. I was like, let me get up out of here. I don't think I was supposed to see that. But it started trending on Twitter. People were like, ooh, and he better answer, too. Ah, he probably said that good old DM. Good old DM. <laughs> Can you imagine what type of DM Barack would be sending over to Michelle? And the trip part is, every time you go to a Joe concert, she'll say, fellas, I know you probably wasn't thinking about coming here tonight. You probably didn't even want to come here tonight for this, but you're going to thank me later. Watch. And dudes be, like, loving her for it. Because as soon as you get home after a Joe Scott concert, you're like... Jill just had some sex appeal about it at... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's make you, make you want to touch yourself. Anyway, so I don't know what Barack and Michelle did after this, but I know he better had answered her at I know that much. I would love to know what their response was that uh, Barack sent to um, good old first lady, former first lady Michelle. Oh my God, so funny. Um, yeah, so we don't know who won, but we do know that about six million people mm-hmm. came in and out. which set a record of course um instagram changed rules that night so it wasn't just a one hour situation they didn't have to cut it off at the one hour mark they went on for about three hours almost a long time and they did not break down just because it was five hundred thousand people with teddy riley and baby faces there was um apparently there was a five hundred thousand person limit that no one knew about so that's why everything started getting real shaky and janky mm-hmm. um, when people were trying to come in. But this time it, it got to like almost 800,000. Um, yeah, so it. they said that that's actually, the algorithm says that that's actually almost 6 million people that came in and out. Um, and so, yeah, next up is Bone Thugs and Harmony. And... Uh, I forgot who they with, y'all, because I'm really not... Caring. Are we really in a mindset for a Bone Thugs and Harmony verse? I know two Bone Thugs songs, so um, who are they going up against? Uh, can we get a Nita Baker and Glad? Oh, Three Six Mafia, which I'm here. Three Six Mafia. I mean, yeah. Now, if you would have led with Three Six Mafia first. I don't see why they're going up against each other. Anyway, so that's going to, they were originally going to do it on their own like weeks ago. And then they said now versus has asked us to do it on there. Um, also, we're still waiting on Diddy and Dr. Dre. Now I'm not sure if that's going to happen, to be honest. So why aren't you going to hop on this, this latest one? Who? It's hard out here for Sir. And guess who else want to uh, do a, a versus battle? Your everybody's favorite cousin from Atlanta, Kia. Is it Kaya or Kia? It's Kaya. Whatever. So she wants to do a versus versus Trina. Now, now. Y'all know how I feel about the baddest bitch. Y'all already know. So anybody that's talking about let me go challenge Trina, I'm already giving you the uber side eye. Um, I don't know. Like, she, Kia just went off, like, literally went off the other day. Like, I'll, I'm a battle Trina. I got 285 hits. And I was like, I'm... 
let me let me look up some things because I maybe I don't know. I know one song. Maybe maybe there's 284 more that I literally just kind of like glazed Did over. She have 285. That's what she said. So I don't. I, I know that she writes. She does write music, and maybe she's written some hits. Now I don't know about 284 other songs. I need to do my research and find them. Um, I don't know. All I do know is Trina popped all the way off um, on her. Now she does radio with Trick Daddy in Miami on her radio show, and she went off and she was pissed and she's like, "I ain't nobody gonna talk mess about me. You you can't even come approach me if you ain't even got ten hits. We can't even talk." So. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. Um. Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't know if Kai is even even worth it to have that conversation because um all I know is my neck and my back. Um, Apparently, there's other things, honey. I don't know. You know who Kai should battle with? Um, Iggy Azalea. I was going to say. I was going to say, sweetie. It can't, you give Sweetie more than that. Don't 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 give. I know two Sweetie songs. How many do you know? I mean, I don't know many. Same way I don't know Azalea Banks songs and um those other two. We're not gonna come for Azalea. Azalea is extremely talented and has many. I listen to all her albums all the way through. Thank you. She crazy as hell, oh, yeah. but I I love Azalea Banks. She's an amazing rapper. Now her off record persona is questionable, but I like Azalea Banks. She can rap. She's amazing, actually. People say the same thing about R. Kelly. We're not going to go there. Um, yeah, so I don't know if that's going to happen. Trina sounds like she don't want nothing to do with Kaya and No Dog on Versus Battle. No, no. Trina hey. wants someone sure with someone that she can actually battle, someone that actually has a name that she should be battling. Like Eve. It should be Trina and Eve. I like that. I like that. I like that. Credit. Yeah. Um, so that should happen. Trina Eve would be really good, but would it be who else would it be? Trina and um, what about Kim? Look, Kim. No. 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 It should be Foxy Foxy Brown versus Kim for sure. I'm with Fo- but where? What is Foxy doing? Like, where is Foxy right now? I know exactly where she is, and I'm gonna tell you off camera because it it blew my. I found out the other day, and it blew my mind. Um. Exclusive. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I would say Megan the Stallion, but she don't have 20 hits yet. She will, Mm-mm. but she don't have them yet. Anyway, why hoes still hating on Megan Markle? I'm tired of y'all hoes. I'm tired of it. And it's usually women that lack melanin, i.e. white women. Leave Megan alone. Anyway, Megan Markle and Prince Harry are back in L.A. doing their thing thing their thug fizzle thing they left the royal family and they are minding theirs okay so they've been helping people with the covid they've been you know taking them food and and visiting the elderly and doing all those things with their mask on so you don't even know it's them unless somebody sends their ring light footage or ring camera footage so they are now back in the news because people have seen them go door to door and i don't know why People are mad at them for that. They're like, oh, they're camera hungry and look at them just doing stuff for the camera. They're, they were wearing masks and 
running in running clothes and somebody sent their ring security footage how can they control that um anyway so they formed a new account and now they are doing things on their own uh megan showed herself for i think the save the children uk account Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she showed herself, uh, Harry was behind the camera and showing herself read to their baby Archie and Archie, he's one. So he's all over the place and, you know, trying to throw the book and trying to pick up another book, like every one year old ever, all you YBF moms know how kids are when you're trying to read to them before bed. So she's very patient and kind of laughing. Every time he throws a book, of course, Harry's laughing and Megan's like, really? It's super cute video. Then all of a sudden, some lady, I'm going to bring up her name. <laughs> Let me bring up her name. I'm just tired of it. Um, her name is Caitlin Menza. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's who tweeted about this because she went in on her too about this. Her name is Emily Griffin. And... Um, she wrote a book called something borrowed and she's always had something like an issue with Megan. And now she's just going in. So here's what she said. She said she, she posted a text exchange between herself and I guess her group of mean girlfriends. And she said, I w- it was also so sad to see how she seemed to just be slightly annoyed that Archie wasn't fully cooperating to her standards. He's one for crying out loud. The other person on the other end goes, completely. Then she goes, I feel so sorry for that little boy. The other person goes, she seems so unmaternal. And then she goes, yes, very fake and forced. The other person says, it was uncomfortable. She's such a phony. Then the Emily woman says, she's an actress. She's playing a role. And this is a conversation that they all came up with through a photo, their own content. A photo and a video of her reading to her son. And, and all these women were other? Of course. Okay. Um, you, I, people wonder why the hell Megan and them left. This is why. This is why. So the Emily Griffin person even posted something else publicly saying she posted a screenshot of Megan reading to Archie and she goes, adorable child in book, but holy me first. This is the Megan show. Why didn't she film and let Harry read? Why can't a mother read to her child? And why didn't she take the moment at the end to say, he said, daddy, because that would make it about Harry for a split second. God forbid. Also, you want privacy for your child, so you put out a video by your authorized biographer of him wearing no pants. Okay. He clearly was about to probably go to bed. He got on pampers and a onesie. Like, who cares? For one year old. Why do y'all hate this lady so much? I do not understand it. Her name is Megan and she's black. That's why. (laughs) She's from Compton and they hate it. They hate to see it. I was um, back in, 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 in Cali and sang with a homie. She said, forget all y'all. I'm living in Tyler Perry's Beverly Hills mansion. How black is that? She really went from moving to England, having a royal wedding, being walked down the aisle by Prince Charles, soon to be king, married her prince, who was not in line for king, but I mean, he's still Prince Harry. He's um, okay. and, 
literally being in the royal family to we moving to LA up in Tyler Perry house. Like that is the biggest turnaround and I love every bit of it that I've ever seen. Can you imagine calling your mom and saying, Mom, come and visit me. Oh, come down the street. I'm at, I'm at Tyler's house. Yeah, come over. Crazy. And I think they hate that. I think they hate that she can go in and out of whatever world that she wants to be in. She can be a Hollywood actress. She can be um, in the royal family and still everybody in the UK love her and stand for her. And she can also go back to LA and be with the blackest director and creator of all time, Tyler Perry, and live up in his house. They yeah. hate it. They, people hate to see you be able to do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they do hate it. Wow. Also, Megan ain't thinking about you. She done posted a whole fake apology on Instagram like they always do. Megan ain't thinking about you, girl. I'm sure, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm waiting for it. I know. Ah. What? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just with it. I'm thinking every time Lonnie Love talks about Megan, oh. she talks about like her and Megan are like best friends. And I'm yeah. just sure Lonnie is sitting at home like, do it, Megan. Him. Do what you want to do. Go in. Yeah, a homie. Um, so you have brought up earlier about is it a brother or just a sister? Like when you have a baby with them, instead you call them a sister or your brother, but you end up getting knocked up by them. So who you were referencing is Meek Mill because Meek Mill at when he was dating Nicki Minaj, um, I mean he had a best friend um, named Milano. Um, well, named Milan. Her name is Milan Brown or something like that, but she's the creator of Milano Rouge, the, the brand and clothing line. And Meek Mill um, invested in it. And um, everybody always thought they might have had something going on. And he used to always be like, no, that's my sister. And she would be like, no, that's just my brother. Why can't women just, you know, get have business deals with men and not be effing them to get it? Fast forward to nine months ago, this chick pregnant by him. And she shows up with at her own fashion show, shows off her baby bump, and is like, guess what, guys? Surprise! I'm pregnant. And everybody's like, okay, it's clearly Meek's baby because you refuse to acknowledge him or talk to him and whatever. Months pass, and then she pops up in pictures with Meek. Meek's bringing her to meetings with Robert Kraft and shit. Like, they're just all of a sudden a cute little couple. They're on the private jet, and she's like, I'm gonna say we started off as just friends. Captions like that on Instagram. <sighs> anyway, she don't welcome the baby on his birthday the other day, child. I'm say like I said before, side chicks are winning. I don't know if she was a side... I don't know... I don't know. I don't know when they started messing around. I have a feeling it was probably while he was with Nikki. I would not be surprised. Let's say the image of a side chick, because because the image of a side chick is someone that that we keep secret, that that no one really wants, that we don't feel like anyone needs to know about, and we're doing our thing, we're having fun. So the secret yeah. chick that you keep secret for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like you know how many side chicks are winning right now. A lot. Um, Listen, do you know how many times I wake up and say, James, you can be a side dude. Anyway, um, quarantine life online for side people is probably getting real interesting. People like Black China, Safari and Erica Mena, who are actually married, are getting into demon time. 
Well, what, what, why did you call it demon time? Well, that's what it's called. So Beyonce called it. It's demon time. And that's also what the Instagram, I don't know if he's an Instagram personality or what, but there's a guy who does basically what Cor- Tory Lanez does, quarantine radio, but gets even nastier with it. I saw he called it. it demon time. So okay. he be shaking his drink, demon time. Show your, show your pee. For cash, give me your cash app and show your pee. Show your pee for a dollar. Show your pee for a dollar. And hoes be on there doing it. And it always happens after hours. And there's like literally thousands upon thousands, maybe even a million people on it. Um, And Tory Lanez does it as well during the day. He calls it quarantine radio. And it's nothing but Instagram models and strippers and porn stars twerking for a dollar. Um, and they never get that dollar from what I hear. Um, Boosie does the same thing. It's disgusting. He has people Boosie literally performing mess. sex acts, literally having sex on IG Live. And he throws a fit when Instagram shuts him down. And everybody's like, you do realize you cannot have sex on Instagram, right? You do realize that. So, OnlyFans. Who was watching? Oh, so yeah, they moved to OnlyFans now because. OnlyFans is, I mean, a porn, I don't want to say a porn site. It is a very porn friendly site. Are um, you speaking from firsthand account or? I did do my, I did my research. So OnlyFans is not strictly porn. Okay. However, if you decide to do whatever you feel like doing, they allow it. And you can get paid for it. You can get tips from people. You can charge subscriptions. And can you subscribe to anyone? Or I ha- I'm not paying nobody for nothing, especially not Black China, who was already shown it for free. No, I'm not doing it. So Black China's charging about $50 a, a month for her, for her OnlyFans. Now, you want me to, you want me to pay $50 a month for something that Rob Kardashian got? And that he's posted porn videos of and you butt ass naked like i'm not sure why i would do that she claims that it's not going to be porn on there even though that's exactly how she advertised it the advertisement for her only fans was on her instagram live and it said swipe up and it was her coming out of a pool with a thong on and nothing but big um injected ass on the screen so i'm assuming that that's what we gonna get on your subscription but she claims she's gonna be cooking like you slept with Kim Kardashian's brother, and you want to pay fifty dollars a month for this? And I'm sure people are paying for it because, again, men are weird. And I'm would, sure would you pay for OnlyFans subscription? No, there's no, I don't pay for. Can so you tell me if Idris did anything? If Idris made his Idris Idris on camera, would you not pay for? Nick Cannon. Yeah. I pay for it only because I know he would never, he's never done anything. I don't even, there's no even free version of it out there. Like with China, if you want to get, if you want sexed up pictures of her, just go to her Instagram. With Idris, it's like, I mean, we ain't going to get it nowhere else. So I might as well pay for it. I got a question. So who are the top three celebrities that you would pay for their OnlyFans page? Idris. Um, 
there's a guy, we're going to get to him next week. Uh, <laughs> and his name is Gitchy Gamba. He's an act, a new, an up and coming actor. Him. He is okay. honey. He is fine. That was a stink case that Jill and Erica had last night. <laughs> yeah, like, yes, yes. Him um, and Reggie Bush. Don't act like that. That Instagram picture that Reggie posted the other day was not fine as all hell. I don't follow Reggie Bush. Once Reggie was let go by the Saints, I um, gave up on him. And then when he like started dating or married his girlfriend, looks just like Kim Kardashian. He's like, weird. Men are weird. I said that. Men are weird. Yes, and their babies look just like the West kids. Everything is very weird. Like, that does not take away from how fine that man is, though. Wow, Reggie Bush is your top three. Interesting. Okay. I, I'd watch it. I'd watch it for sure. Maybe like a... Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like who has swag and I'd just be like, ooh, child. Um, and it's Nick usually Cannon? Who? Nick Cannon? No. Because we kind of got like a feel for it. No, I wouldn't pay for it. Because I, I have an idea in my head. He has swag, though. But I wouldn't... I have it in my head what that's going to be like. There, There is somebody, I'm sure. Mm. I don't know. you like a Steve Harvey type of guy. A what? A what? Anyway. Um, congrats <laughs> to Meek and Milan on your baby boy. Yay. Uh, we don't know his name yet. Wait, so, what? Congrats to Mika Malign on their baby boy. Oh, um, oh and congrats to all of y'all making OnlyFans page. Um, OnlyFans said thank you to Beyonce, by the way, because she shouted them out. And the Beyonce, Beyonce and Meg the, Sta- Meg the Stallion Savage remix. Do you think, do you think Beyonce has a... Would she have one, like, just to follow, like... OnlyFans? Yeah. Oh, I don't think she has an OnlyFans, but I definitely know she got Instagram. She just don't tell nobody. I mean, like a different, like a Finsta, like a different Instagram. Yeah, I've never had. And a she has a Snapchat, of, and she don't tell nobody. Never had a moment of wanting to to get an OnlyFans page to pay for a subscription. Not everything is paid. There are some free things on the OnlyFans. Teach me. And so what some people do is they offer a free subscription and you pay per, per view. So it's like if they post, they'll post like two free things. And then the third thing will be like something super raunchy and they'll say you have to pay to see it. Um, so they'll do stuff like that. I ain't never paid, but I've seen them do it. I was going to research. I want to know what Erica, Minna and Safari are posting. I actually do also. I mean, it, it makes you think that what celebrity couples would you actually pay for? Like, is Safari and Erica? Oh, top? Iman Shumpert and Tiana Taylor, hands down. You. <laughs> hands down. Listen, Overdraft me, please. Overdraft me. I just want to touch the hem of their garment. That's all. Both of them. That's all. <laughs> that, that, that's all. Listen, I would pay for a OnlyFans page for them too. Oh, for sure. 
for yeah. sure. If it was a couple situation and yeah. I had one, if, if it was a Tower Banks moment, you can do, there are three subscriptions available. You can only choose one. <laughs> I'd be like, Tiana and mine. I don't know if it's in your little pack of three, but Tiana and mine. Give it to me. Listen, don't give me the option to, to, to have the virtual view of it, to feel like I'm in that moment. Mm-hmm. Hands down, absolutely. Mm-mm. And that about it. Um, but other people, not everybody's doing OnlyFans. Not everybody's doing sexed up situations. Um, <coughs> people are doing like, you know, Instagram live DJing. Like, obviously, D-Nice has set that all the way off. Um, right. I mean, he is an OG DJ, so he knew exactly... I think that he just, he's such an expert at this that it just made perfect sense and he can roll with it and make it hot and make it great. So people have started to, he's not the first person to ever do it, but he's the first person to make it go mainstream. So that's amazing. Um, and then Manny Fresh from New Orleans kills it every other night, like killing it. He had a twerk fest every other, he had a twerk fest after, after Erica and Jill and I was up to like 1am watching it. Um, too old for that. DJ Wonder is on most nights. He's really good. DJ Kiss and most who we love. DJ Kiss is also from Louisiana. They do a really good job as well. They're a married couple and they're so cute. Um, Tory Lanez, of course, has Quarantine Radio. And Will Smith has been doing a lot of stuff on. He has. And TikTok. A lot. Yeah, he had like a fresh reunion. Yeah. And TikTok star has been killing it too. I don't know if you're on TikTok yet, but we finally got on there. Follow us on TikTok at the YBF underscore daily. It's a lot of foolishness, but it's actually really fun. I get addicted to it. I get addicted to scrolling and seeing everybody's 15 second videos. It's it's really cute and funny to me. Um, <laughs> and I think people kind of can flex their acting skills. It's it's a cool it's a cool little platform. Cool little platform. Child, um, what's her face? Shaka Khan was on there with her with her daughter doing the dance today. Not the Savage dance, but something similar. And Bernadette from 227 was on there with her daughter. Not Bernadette. Savage dance. I just saw Shaka. Not 227. What's, what is it? Bernadette not from, um, from, not Bernadette from 227. Bernadette is from, oh. Um, what's happening? What is she from? No, um, why can I think of this show? With Good times. Evans. Good times. Good times. Yes, she was Yeah. Anyways. So Shaka lasts on a RuPaul drag race. Are you, what are you, I don't, I've never watched RuPaul's Drag Race, but everyone around me watches it. So now I feel like I need to start from season one. So we just got a media alert about the new season. What What's happening? So I didn't start from season one. I started from like, I think it was season 11 or 12 right now, I think it is. So I started like season nine, season 10. And um, it's just, it's gotten better and better. I tried to go back and like start from like season one, but the um, the footage and the video is so old and so grainy looking. It's like, oh, it's like watching a rural episode of a, like a, like a first season episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like, ah, no, I don't want to watch that yeah. when Kim was on there and whatnot. But, um, but no, I started like in season nine, I think it is. Um, it's a great show. Um, this past week they had Whoopi Goldberg on it. And yeah, it's a great show. But but there's stuff. Wait, you don't watch it. 
So I don't know if you noticed, know but there's a cast member named Sherry Pie that, oh, she's part of a scandal right now with, um, with, with Drag Race. What happened? So evidently, allegedly, when she was on the show, when they were taping the show, she um, basically catfished three men, allegedly. Two of them, if I'm not mistaken, she calls to, she had them get naked. And a third one, she had do like some sexual acts on them, allegedly. And she was lying and said she was a producer of RuPaul's Drag Race. So every episode this season, they've played in the beginning a, a snippet of saying that Sherry Pie will not be included in the final they took episode. Her out. Huh? They took her out. So yeah, they had to take her out of the final episode because she's one of the best um, characters on the show this season. But I think all this came out like probably in the middle of taping. So they couldn't just exclude her from all of this season. But in the final episode, she's excluded from it because of the stuff that she's did. She was getting it popping by saying that she's a freaking producer. But why are people getting it popping for her just because she's a producer? People are so crazy. <laughs> That's why. That's speaking why. Of, speaking of white people getting away with doing white people shit. Hey guys, it's Natasha. This was part one. Part two is coming up tomorrow. Stay tuned.